podcast for filthy casuals by filthy casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 135, recorded Monday, April 30th. I'm your host, David Holloway, and joining me firstly as always is a man who's about to enter a life of Star Wars celibacy, at least in the movie sense. How are you, Simon? Good. Good, good, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, the the only uh, the only throbbing purple staff that's going to be uh, in my world is going to be the absence of Mace Windu's lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> how are you, David? Yeah, good. Um, you know, same old, same old. I'm. I think we do need to talk about you swearing off Star Wars movies uh, if we don't have that in the running sheet. Um, you're a man of your principles. That's all I'll say. I, I have been known to have one or two. Yes, no, good to hear. And we All also, <laughs> and we also have a man whose podcasting talents run the whole gamut of emotions from A to B or A to A even. How are you, Ben? A A to A. That's such a range. Oh, you know, you can't you can't teach that. It's just something that's imbued to you at, your, at a young age. Well, you and were t- you you were taught by sorry? Alan Jones. You were taught by Alan Jones or someone, weren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been in the broadcasting industry for years, like eons even. You know, that's that's how long I've been in the game. Yeah, Alan Jones. I used to work with uh, the great likes of uh, John Laws. No, I wasn't. I didn't, never got to work with John Laws. I was trying to think of uh, uh, who are the old hosts on Triple J Breakfast. Oh, uh, like uh, Mikey Robbins Ma- and Helen. Mikey Razor. Robbins and Sandman and Helen Razor. Yeah. Those were the days. Bloody, oh. how old are you? Good I God. know. You wouldn't have even been thought. born. You would have barely been born, Ben, when Razor and Robbins are on Triple J. That was, was the peak of my teenage years, mate. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. They were good, though. Um, yeah. All right, so we're here. We're back. Uh, and believe, I, this is the first time in a long time we've actually recorded two episodes in the same calendar month. How, how impressive is that? Yeah, it was 2nd of April been. the last time. It's been a long month, though. It has. It, it certainly Such felt yeah. right. We've we, we suffered through Commonwealth Games and... Oh, God. What else has happened? Is anything else interesting? No, nah, that's it. No, nah. okay, that was about games. it. Sweet. No, 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 nothing interesting has happened. There's been no game. My Kitchen Rules or something? I don't know. I don't watch TV. Has that still got the French dude in it? Manu? The French guy? Yes. We, we, we French. Fuck you, America. <laughs> Welcome to We Hate People. All right. <laughs> That's what the French do, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. I hate everybody. At least until they're getting invaded by Germans. Um. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> so, otherwise, we're going to start getting into yeah, Nazism and stuff. We don't want that. Um, oh, you've been drinking. I'm sorry. That's all right. So, so what, you, ben, what... what you should do, Ben, is do what I do. You just buy a bottle of Yellow Glen, you drink mm. that, but the trick is... You cut it. You thin it out. Uh, oh, you water it down a little. <laughs> I, I water it down with vodka. It's it's ah, good. No, yeah, that, that doesn't treat. Good on you, yeah, Boris my mistake, my mistake's mixing rum and whiskey together and seeing what happens. But yeah, yours your idea sounds pretty good. <laughs> what does happen? I'm interested to know what does happen when you mix rum and bot, uh, whiskey. You you become a um a Scottish pirate. There's nothing wrong with that. Ah, nothing wrong at all. No. <laughs> uh, David, did you ask me a question? Yeah, what, what of... have you been playing over the last oh, 28 days? Oh. Uh, I've been trying a... Well, actually, I've taken a page out of your books. Uh, 
Uh, I've uh, I've played a mobile game. Oh no, Candy Crush. Harry no. Hogwarts Mystery. Oh, so it's a mobile game. Okay. It's very mysterious. The most mm. mysterious thing is how the hell they've managed to pry three premium currencies into this goddamn game. I think the biggest mystery is how you manage to use energy while resting. Well, technically, we all do. That's basically we all yeah. <laughs> with sleeping. Basal mm. metabolic rate, Ben. Go Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Words. Yeah. <laughs> um, been playing a bit of Hellblade, um, Knights of the Old Republic. All of those on both of those on Xbox because. Uh, yeah, I mean, Spyro the Dragon and uh, Banjo-Kazooie, everything's coming to Xbox eventually. Now, you're on the Xbox One X, yeah? Yes. Now, are the X, Xbox One X enhanced versions of Knights of the Old Republic very good? Uh, to be quite honest, I'm not entirely sure that I noticed much difference. <laughs> but it's, it's just the convenience, the convenience of having yeah. everything. One on the one thing, mm. rather than having mm. to uh, to boot up the the uh, well the three sixty with backwards compatibility, which was let's face it was always a bit spotty, or just yeah. the original Xbox. But yeah, just because Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic Two, Republic Commando, uh, God, what else was there? Uh, um, the the one from two thousand AD, the Blue Soldier, oh, uh, Trooper. Rogue Trooper, yeah. yeah. There's there's a few Xbox uh, original Xbox games I never got rid of, even though mm. I no longer had a platform to play them on. I always kept the discs because I just couldn't bring myself to part with them. And boy, has that paid dividends. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Kotor. I, I always I played the original Kotors on PC though as well. So they were um, they're special games. They're special RPGs. If you're an RPG fan, you haven't played Knights of the Old Republic. You're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, the first one, the combat probably doesn't hold up very well today. No. But uh, storytelling and RPG-wise, um, the original Knights of the Old Republic was, it, and still probably is one of the best. Yeah, it really is. It's it's the one. It's a wonderful narrative. Uh, mm. The game I've been playing has been Star Trek Bridge Crew uh, on the PlayStation, and that's the VR one, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a disaster, absolute oh, yeah. disaster. Is Lieutenant Uhara hot? Is she in your crew? No, no. Oh. See, I had. Do this... you have like a comms officer that's rather attractive that you can look at all the time? Well, you can look at any of them um, all the time if you want to. Uh, but for the most part, every time I seem to be on a bridge, it seems to be full of people waving their arms and pointing at each other. So <laughs> I don't think we've quite gotten over the novelty of all being in a shared VR space. But uh, the, the yarn waving is quite fun, I've got to admit. I always, right. I always had Star Trek people as more of a 500 or Canasta crew rather than a bridge crew. But that yeah. just shows you how much I know about cards. I don't believe you even tried to make that oh, joke. Oh, look, I can't resist, you know. Oh. Gee. Just quickly, seeing as you brought up like Knights of the Old Republic and the backwards compatibility stuff, um, yes. also just released on Steam. I've bought it, but I haven't yet played it. Um, but uh, the Neverwinter Nights uh, Enhanced Edition has been released on Steam with all the expansion packs and everything. I think it's uh, $40 Australian for the whole kit and caboodle. Um, That's good value. 
Yeah, because there's a lot of gameplay in that. So I've actually I actually picked it up on the weekend because I was like, when's this coming out? I should out look it up. Oh shit, it's already out. Um, so again, another one of those definitive RPG games uh, set in Forgotten Realms. It's a Bioware one as well. Uh, pre Knights of the Old Republic, but um, yeah, D and D inspired everything like that. So definitely worth checking out. And just while we're talking about your game, Simon, too, you mentioned Rogue Trooper. Have you played that recently? Because I've nearly bought that about three times on the PlayStation Store because I love the comics. Is, is it still worth a play? I think so. Hmm. Uh, if if you if you did grow up or have any familiarity with the the the, the comic itself, hmm. yeah, because I think it I think it does a pretty decent job of representing the Norts and the Southers. Oh, cool. All right. And just mm. conflict in, in general. I do, like I say, I've, I've, I actually bought the remastered version as well. I'm not entirely sure why. Sometimes I buy things just because I want to support the developers. Yeah. Uh, and I want to do in this case because I always thought it was one of those titles and Republic Commando as well. Um, there's just some titles that just didn't get appropriate levels of recognition when they first came out. Yeah. Mm. And it's, it's really nice to be able to put a couple of shekels in in the begging bowls of mm. some of these these old games just to to prove that or just to indicate that yeah uh, actually this was pretty good this is pretty good and we we'd like to see more of this kind of thing please. yeah people still want to play these games yeah Absolutely. and they're still worth playing all right i'm buying that tonight then thank you uh ben in 400 minutes or less tell us what you've been playing uh, I also too have been playing Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery and cannot fathom the craziness that is the microtransaction multiple currencies. Uh, but aside from that, I've been playing Sea of Thieves, uh, Far Cry 5, uh, God of War, Heroes of the Storm, Jackbox Party Pack and PUBG has returned to my life again. Um, and Jackbox, you're talking about the fourth pack that's recently released? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Jackbox yeah. Party Pack 4, yeah. Um, those games are great. Are, um, if you don't know what Jackbox is, basically it's you load it up on your PC um, or your laptop, whatever you have, um, and you'll sit around it, you load it, and then you go to the website on your phone, you enter the code, punch your name in, and you play, a play basically a bunch of word association party games or you draw pictures on T-shirts, mm. all sorts of great little things. Um, it's actually really fun on Twitch and everything as well. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely worth something, yeah. you know, you can check out and play and have a bit of fun with um, within, within know, reason people it, around. Within reason, yeah. it's a good family game, although there, there can be some inappropriate questions, say, for under under 12s or under 14s. But yeah, yeah. And it also the answers, because you're putting in your own custom yes. answers, your answers can be as racy and, oral and inappropriate as you want them to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is quite evident of just about every single time I've played it. Yes. Um, yeah, good fun. But, yeah, I just wanted to touch briefly on Far Cry 5. Um, I haven't played a Far Cry game since Far Cry 1 back in the mid-2000s when it first came out with the CryEngine. Um, holy crap, Far Cry 5 is a really, really good game. Uh, creepy cults and stuff in um, middle Midwestern America and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I think it's worth your time checking out. If you, you know, Even if you just chuck it on easy or something like that, just to run through the story, um, I think it's just worth checking out. And it's a great little world to explore and cause all sorts of dramas in. I think it's definitely worth your time. Damn you for these recommendations. All right. 
well, yeah, but it's, it's it's the recommendations that we get, not just from Ben, but and each other, mm. but um, but just from um, some of our followers. I mean, um, yeah, I've I bought Wildlands because of a recommendation, and yeah, I've kind of fallen down that rabbit hole. I've had to I haven't had Oof. time to play it recently, but uh, or over the last couple of weeks, but. If you play in that solo Jeez. and you take your time with it, it is a really, really fun slog. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's great. And, and adding Sam Fisher as a special feature, even though I don't think I'll ever have the skills to to get through that part of it, I just mm-hmm. like the idea of knowing that he's out there somewhere. Yeah. And that we might get another Splinter Cell. Oh, please, God. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. And then um, I've been playing the usual exciting bunch. So No Man's Sky, I'm up to about 80 hours playtime. So still enjoying the hell out of that. Um, Working my way towards the Galactic Core, Simon, which might mean something to you. So um, I'm getting rather close. Found a few black holes or whatever. So, you know, building my base, doing all that. Um, Haven't been on WoW for a few months, but have just jumped back in in lead up to the new expansion coming out in August, I think it is. So just levelling up a Horde character. I've always wanted that achievement of max level on a character on both sides. So I thought if if I'm going to do it now, is the time to do it. And StarCraft 2, Candy Crush, all the usual crap. So let's talk about some more substantive issues. Um, We promised... I don't know. When, when did Last Jedi come out? Was that, it was before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. 1908, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we said we were going to have a special episode and I even had a, a friend lined up who was very anti The Last Jedi. Um, I must get back to him, actually, and we never got around to doing it. So uh, I think it was you, Simon, that kindly suggested that we probably revisit, or maybe it was you, Ben, revisit this briefly tonight. We probably will keep it fairly short um, and maybe work in your... Swearing off of Star Wars movie, Simon. So, who'd like to go first? I think okay, Simon. Oh, well, I, well, I can go first if you want. I rewatched Last Jedi on Friday night in glorious 4K because I've got a 4K Blu-ray player. Thank you, Xbox One S. Um, and I just sat there and enjoyed a really decent popcorn flick. I've got no Good. issues with the movie. Um, the only the only thing I've I've said previously that I didn't really like about the movie was the cantina scene and how that links into the overarching story with the hacker and all that sort of stuff kind of felt like tacked on um, and didn't really contribute to the overall story of the film. But at the end of the day, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, I quite enjoyed the film as it is. Mm. I thought you were a lot more anti it. No, no, no. I was born off I was it. pro it. I was anti people being anti it. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, it's stood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this will make for a good debate then. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> geez, we don't have much diversity here as I thought we did. <laughs> diversity? Oh, What's that? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a university, but more dies. Yeah. <laughs> Diverse, is that like a like a Dungeons and Dragons university uh, thing? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, oh boy, forget I said that, please, for the love of uh, God. Let's just move on. Move on. Get to your Jedi thoughts. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed the the movie when I first saw it. I haven't seen it a, a second time. Mm. Um, and this is the weird thing for me is that. I enjoyed the movie. I had a big stupid. I remember having a big stupid smile on my face at the end of it because I I did enjoy the experience. But somehow, 
I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's like having a sugar pill with cyanide in it. Uh, you you enjoy the sweet taste, but somehow it kills you. <laughs> right. I've I, I found myself. I have absolutely no. Although I enjoyed the movie, I have no interest in seeing the next one. And solo, I have. I, can you have negative interest? Because I I have that. Yeah, I was until I saw Daniel uh, Donald Glover as uh, Lando Calrissian, and I was like, "Yep, sold, done. I'm there." Um, that was it. That's all it took. Yeah, they didn't do it for me. I, yeah. I'm just, I just look at it, and all I can see is a paint by numbers. I've seen the trailers. All I see is paint by numbers, and I'm going. I'm I'm not usually this discerning about movies. I, I'm usually quite happy just to wheel myself in, turn off brain, and just let the whole thing wash over me. And and I'm usually fine with that. And I I don't know what it is, but I, I apart from the fact that I desperately want to see Catherine Catherine Kennedy fired out of a cannon, um, <laughs> I I I just I don't care. I am, however, very interested in seeing Star Wars Resistance, which is uh, Dave. Yeah, remember how to pronounce his surname. Filoni, Filoni, Fioni, something like that. Yes, it's um, Italian. Yes, yes, foreign. Mm. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, that I'm interested in because Clone Wars and Rebels, I I thought did a really good job of fleshing out the Star Wars universe and just mm. helping things make sense and just telling really good stories with good characters. And yeah, hoping- Rebels was really good. Yeah. Really, really good. I liked a good chunk of Clone Wars. There was a few episodes that were a little too much on the kiddie side for me. True. Uh, but Rebels, I only really felt that in like the first couple episodes in the first season. But after that, it was just continuous, really good, solid storytelling. Yeah. Um, it-, it was just, yes, Rebels was really good. I, I still need to go back and finish Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got the last couple of episodes to to watch because that just ended recently. Yeah, yeah. So, so the movies could could not care less if they if they stop making them. I don't think I would have any objection, mm. but I am definitely keen on the TV stuff. And am am I alone there? Does do you guys are you guys? Well, obviously Ben's interested because of Lando, but what about you, David? How yeah. how are you feeling? Oh, uh, I I'm the equivalent of the guy that happily will read a Mills and Boone book. So there's not a bad, there hasn't been a bad Star Wars movie come out yet uh, since obviously the prequels. Um, mm. So the, I love the Han Solo um, trailer, but yeah, you're right. It, it did appear paint by numbers, but I just don't care anymore. Um, uh, I, yeah, I don't care if it's paint by numbers. It's more Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So now looking forward to it, I'll obviously watch the next year. I, I watched. Um, Force Awakens three times at the movies, only twice for Last Jedi. I couldn't bring myself to do a third version in the movies, but I'll be there for episode 10, 9, 9, 9. Multiples of three, David. Yes. Multiples of three. Mm, it's a, mm. it's a, those side movies confuse me, see? And yeah, I, I, I honestly think out. that's an issue, and they don't confuse me at all because I understand that, but I think for the general punter that's not a Star Wars tragic, I'm sure that does throw them as far yeah, as... Yeah, I think a little right. bit. Rogue One probably more yeah. so yeah. 
than what Solo will because I think everyone, you know, Solo, Han Solo is kind of that, um, he's that character that, you know, just about everyone knows anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think they, they can pick up, yes, it's it's still Star Wars, obviously, but they know it's a, sto- it's a Han Solo story. It's not a Luke Skywalker and all that sort of stuff. Whereas I think Rogue One, while I think they did enough to try and separate between it being part of the main story, um, I think, yeah, even just the, like you said, just the everyday Joe Blow, he probably wouldn't have picked the difference yeah, very yeah. much. And, I mean, Rogue One would be my pick of all the post-prequel movies so far. Mm, mm. Enjoyed that. I did. Um, Yeah. I'm still really hanging out for – there was this – I think – was it Rianne Johnson's come out and said that he's doing a a trilogy that's set elsewhere in the Star Wars universe, nothing to do with the Skywalker Yeah, and then the guys from Game of Thrones are doing another three, aren't they? I – I didn't know about that one, but yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm still hoping for that Knights of the Old Republic, uh, all the you know that that sort of era style film, um, you know Both, maybe a Revan trilogy or something like that. That, that could know. be the Game of Thrones guys. I totally wouldn't be surprised if the showrunners from that because I know they've been commissioned. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was what they're doing. Some someone has to do an Old Republic movie yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or trilogy. Absolutely, yeah. I've that's something one, we've. Bane as well to do the rule of two or oh, yeah. um you could go even further back uh like to the original foundings of the sith and stuff like that there's really really great and it's all expanded universe stuff now or what do they know what do they call it legendary stories or yeah legends legends yeah you know but go you know do yourselves a favor if you want to look into some really cool star wars stories go look at some of these old stories about the founding of the Sith and all that sort of stuff. It's really cool stuff. I think, I think I've said it about 10 times across 135 episodes, but Splinter of the Mind's Eye movie, that's what I'm after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, why the hell not? I mean, yeah, make, yeah do that and then, and then Luke finds out that it was all a dream. Who the hell? <laughs> I don't care what framework you put it in. Yeah. I remember when I was a teenager... Um, especially around the time that Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Academy sort of came out. Oh, yeah. Um, those those two games. I rem- I was always sitting there thinking, going, if they did like a Kyle Katarn-based oh, yes. animated story or something like that, that would be fantastic because he's this mercenary who post-Empire, uh, not Empire, post-Return uh, of the Jedi uh, finds he's, you know, he's Force-sensitive and becomes uh, force you know, he becomes a Jedi, essentially. Um, but, like, he was a really cool character, and he's kind of a badass, too. Um, so I, I would really love to see, like, an animated series using him, but Rogue One ruined that because Kyle Katarn was the guy that stole the Death, Death Star plans in Dark Forces. But mm. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, mm. So there you go. We're, we're basically in violent agreement. Go us. And then I just wondered if it was worth, while we're talking about movies, because um, I know some of you just recently saw Infinity War and we'll go definitely go spoiler-free because it's early days. But Yeah, in, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> not have I. But in preparation for Infinity Wars, I hadn't seen Black Panther or Thor Ragnarok, so I've made an effort over the last two weeks to see both those. Nice. Um, yeah, love love Thor Ragnarok to bits. Black Panther, the trailer left me cold, and I've got to say, the movie, I, I understand why people enjoyed it, 
but it still left me damn cold compared to Thor Ragnarok. I didn't think Black Panther was anywhere near as good as what everyone said it was either. Yeah. I think it was very... And to use what you guys said about uh, Solo, uh, paint by numbers. It was yeah. it was very Marvel paint by numbers. Yeah. Up until about the th- uh, the first two acts, I was like, oh, this is actually a really good film. I'm enjoying this. And then the third act kicked in, and it just became straight 100% predictable. Yeah. Predictable paint by numbers Marvel storytelling. Um, and it is basically, it's another, another origin story where, well, not necessarily an origin story, but another first movie for the franchise where the villain basically is a mirror image of the hero. Yeah. Again. Um, and that's just, yeah, it, it ruined that. The third act is very, very predictable. I'll put yeah. it that way. It's a hundred percent predictable. Agreed. Um, to be fair, the actual origin story of Black Panther, the opponent is very much a mirror image. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, gold Jaguar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 pretty it's it's honest to the source material at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's it's just it, again it's just because it's just that paint by numbers thing for Marvel. They've done that in every single Marvel movie. Iron Man. Um, Thor to a lesser extent. Captain America did it with uh, Red Skull. Uh, Ant Man did it with um, Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Uh, I could probably think of more if I thought yeah. about it a bit harder. But uh, you know, they've all got that same sort of. Hey, here's a mirror image of our hero. Yeah. But so without going into too much detail about Infinity War, so I'm just broad impressions. I, I I liked your quote on Twitter, which I now can't recall. You went in expecting nothing and came out. And had gotten everything. Was that what you said? Something like that. Basically, um, Dan may disagree with me on on that, but uh, I mean, there there are certain contrivances within the the plot, which. But I think that's just part and parcel of the genre, or or yeah. a genre movie. Yeah. Um, ever since. I think I've said this before, ever since uh, the, the hype surrounding the original Ghostbusters and the original uh, Burton Batman, I've been very, very much uh, of the mind that I just disregard any any hype or promotion and I just try and go into these things cold and then whatever it turns out to be is whatever it turns out to be, basically. If, if I like it, I like it. And it, it's not built on, um, on – it's not a house built on sand – Sand being a metaphor, obviously, for for the hype, mm. hyperbole mm. things get surrounded by. Uh, I mean, it's difficult to get away from the fact that everyone's saying it's it's a great movie and it's it's pretty awesome and wow and all all the other general pithy comments. I at this point can't find any reason to disagree with any of them. However, okay. My main concern with this was how the hell do you get that many characters into a movie yeah. and and have did it just have feel like a giant? Just, sorry, did it just feel like a giant comic book crossover event though? No, no. Ah, oh, damn. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> well, it it did in that there was a lot of lot of characters that. Mm. The, the good thing about it is because it's we're 10 years into it and this is, I think, the Phase 4 climax, basically. Um, 4 already? Jesus. Yes. Oh, four. no, this is, th- no, this is 3. Are you sure? The third, yeah, it's the third Avengers movie. 
The Avengers movie is the end of the phases. Okay, I'm not sure if that's if that counts correct or not because I mean you, you could possibly say that Captain America: Civil War was an Avengers movie. Yeah, but, but it kicked off actually Phase Three because Ant Man was technically the end of Phase Two. Okay, well, you, I, I will, uh, I will acquiesce to your statements, but fun, no, fun, fundamentally, it doesn't really make much much nah. difference by the other um, which phase we're There's in. There's a lot of fucking movies. Let's put it that way. There are a hell of a lot of movies, especially when you consider how many movies just came out this year. Mm, yeah. But having said that, um, you, you can't help thinking, how's everyone going to have any kind of relevance in here or they're just going to be standing around in the background like a Greek chorus? Yeah. And But everyone seems to have a role. Everyone seems to have a function. And if you haven't seen the previous movies, not all of them, but most of them, most of the anchor ones, uh, then you're probably going to be a bit lost because there's no introduction at all. Yeah, I can't. Mm. The movie assumes you know who these folks are and what they've got going on. From and what little bits of the movie or trailer stuff, TV spots, whatever you want to call them, I've seen, Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'd say is watch Thor Ragnarok first just to understand what happened to Thor. Uh, yes, but anyone who hasn't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, what are you doing? Yeah, seriously, because that... I, I missed it at the movies. I watched Same. it in March and went, How did I wait so long to see this movie? This movie is fucking great. Yeah. My dad watched it with me while I was here over here from the States. He's like, This movie's really good. Yeah. I was like, no, it's awesome. and, it, and it makes you wonder why they haven't done a standalone Hulk movie with this Hulk because they could totally pull it off now. Well, you look at Thor Ragnarok, it felt more like a Planet Hulk movie than a Thor yeah, movie true. anyway. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, it was it was a, a weird medley, but yeah, it's, it, it was a combination see, of the two, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great to see Planet, Planet Hulk being acknowledged, though. Yes. Because uh, that is a great, that's a great it's arc. Great. It's an amazing arc. Oh, yeah. It would have been great if it could have been expanded on, but mm. at least it's in there. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's shut up about that because I, you know, the sooner we wrap up, the sooner I can go and watch Infinity War, although probably not tonight, mm-hmm. sadly. Um, maybe we should about... later, David. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's on later. the books for this week for sure. Uh, Destiny, let's talk about Destiny, that favorite game we none of us play anymore. Um, and it's funny, in the last week, I watched two great YouTube videos uh, doing the whole um, Destiny is Doomed, which has been the case for months anyway. Um, yeah. So, so they had a Bungie, Bungie had a community get together, which is actually news to me. Uh, so who'd like to talk about uh, whether that made things better or worse? I assume that was you, Simon. Why do you think it was me? I just I assumed that you'd put it on the running sheet. It was in the running sheet before I even oh, logged so in to go. look at it. Damn you, oh, and that, your logic. Damn you and your logic. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, First of all, let me apologize. Um, despite the fact that I've basically given up on Bungie as a studio and Destiny as a franchise, for some reason, and I don't understand it, I just can't stop paying attention to this dumpster fire. <laughs> it, the, the, the funny thing is Anthem was 
being referred to as the destiny killer and i'm thinking well <laughs> it, it committed suicide so really you don't you don't you can you can you don't need the assassin anymore destiny <laughs> 2 was the destiny killer killed pretty itself much, pretty much but uh the, i suppose if nothing else the i mean they they brought in some people from the uh, the various aspects of the community that still gives a damn which let's face it is is rapidly shrinking. Mm. Mm. The the thing, uh, if you want to know more, probably and there's only so much that can be said because of NDAs, but uh, probably Datto's video is worth a look, uh, just to give you an idea of the general tone of that meeting. But also, my name is Bifes uh, did a video on it. He was not invited. Mylan was um, obviously Bife and Mylan are both. Um, law guys, yeah. Members of law. Uh, um, I think Holtzman, who was a part, I don't know if he's still doing it or if he's not while he's do, got the job offer, but Holtzman, who was from uh, Destiny Community Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, he's actually now working as a lead, not lead tester. It's some, I can't remember exactly what the title was, but he was doing like consulting testing or something like that with Bungie now as well. Oh, it's nice to know that there's some sort of testing going on over there because. <laughs> well, yeah freaking little evidence of it in the actual output as far as QA goes. Mm. Having said that, uh, I, I did think it, I'm not really going to comment too much on uh, what was discussed because, quite frankly, at this point, no one's really sure on the details of what was discussed uh, or even what questions were necessarily asked because, uh, basically, Bungie seemed to be getting pretty litigious about that and they don't want anyone to talk about it until they're ready. So there isn't a lot of uh, detailed mm. commentary. I, I'm just, I can't really say I'm disappointed, but because uh, it kind of confirms what I already thought. But the fact that the law community was so scantily and late to the party as far as the uh, the invitations went, um, yeah, I, I think any any hope anyone ever had that the the promise of the the great sprawling world and the the deep the deep story and the narrative that, that's gone mm. that it's 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 so gone at this point they they it's it's become pretty well it's become obvious and basically highlighted underlined in bold type that Bungie simply don't care mm. they're not mm. interested in that that was part of the old game and it's just the bits and pieces that they pulled together um, for the original release, uh, that you know the various, the various, the Frankenstein monster that was the original release, and the DLC, which is also Frankenstein, uh, well, additional limbs to the Frankenstein monster, and then Destiny Two, which is again a a, a smaller, less complete Frankenstein monster than, than the original Destiny was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you just. It's just, it's just, it staggers me that, uh, and I suppose it probably is a good warning for any gamer anywhere that you can't trust a developer. You can't rely on a developer. And it doesn't matter who they are, whether it's Bethesda, whether it's Bioware, uh, whether it's um, Rockstar. It, you cannot, whether it's um, uh, CD Projekt Red, you cannot give blind adherence to any of these companies any of these i think if anything it's just you shouldn't trust any business uh because they are a business at the end of the day they're only there to make money whether or not that's 
doing the right thing and they're, they're going to earn money is a different story. Um, but yeah, I think it's just yeah. I don't think you can trust any business, regardless if it's a game developer or not. No, I'm waiting. No. I'm I'm waiting for Bungie to announce a new Crucible map where you can build uh, wooden structures around yourself and shoot from behind them, just so they can get 0.1 percent of the Fortnite crew to come across. Yeah, there's must be a battle mode, battle royale mode in the works. Yeah, but that, um, that's a good point. I wonder how far away they are from doing a battle royale. Yeah. Activision's probably asking the question. But uh, just on the topic of Destiny, like they did announce the Warmind DLC last mm. week and they did the Twitch reveal. Um, I did actually end up watching the whole Twitch reveal uh, video. Um, so, And this is just in reference to the community get-together stuff. They did say that one of the things for the community get-together, which we've kind of been working on, um, has been to make exotics feel exotic and stuff like that. From all, from what it sounds like, anyway, they have wep- retuned every single exotic weapon. Um, whether or not they feel better or not, like more exotic, I should say, or not, is up for debate, I guess. Uh, we won't know until we actually get our hands on it. Um, but they did say they did rework a whole bunch of their damage outputs, like um, pulse rifles being more higher damage output, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so. I'm kind of interested in... I mean, I already bought the season pass. So I'm going to jump into Warmind when it comes out. Probably on PC, not on PlayStation. I think the PlayStation version is dead to me virtually. But, um, yeah, I will jump in and I'll just check out some of the weapon balancing and what they've changed in terms of uh, exotics, etc., etc., and uh, see how things feel. Because you, you got a season pass, didn't you? Yeah, I bought yeah. the season pass. Because I'm going to take a stand on this Warmind one and just because I'm that flat out and loving No Man's Sky and now I'll probably play Bloody <laughs> Rogue Trooper, um, I'm not going to buy the, the expansion until it's you know heavily discounted. Yeah, like I said, I've already spent the money. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to jump in, check yeah, it out, play the story enough. content at least, and let, so at least I can try and get some of my money's worth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Curse of Osiris, I've got fucking none, so <laughs> yeah. I might as well just try and get something out of it. Agreed. All right, yeah, it's just, it's just so sad. Mm. It it really is sad. I I kept hoping that it would get better. Yeah, and it didn't. And it's refused every every iteration. It's refused to get better. I mean, well, what, it but, launched but, pretty like this when it launched. It was pretty solid launch. Um, I was like, this is actually really pretty cool, fun campaign, great little game. Felt like Taking King a bit and all that sort of stuff, shiny and new. And then the cracks started to show, and instead of seeing them fix the cracks and add more, they just kept taking steps backwards, mm. it felt like. And, yeah, I here we are, what is it now, six, seven months on, and they're still trying to rewrite the ship, you know. It's just, I don't know. I'll play the next content, and I'm hoping it's going to be half decent, but... I'm not holding my breath. I thought I just thought of a revenue stream for this podcast because this podcast originally started cover, covering SWOTOR and our focus mm. on SWOTOR led to its slow decline. It's still going, but it's not, you know, it's obviously not the popular game it was. Then we, we switched to Destiny. We've killed that. And then we even before we could start the Anthem podcast. <laughs> we killed that as well. Killed it before it even got off the ground. So we, we, there's a revenue stream there that if you're a gaming company out there and you want your game to succeed, you need to pay us not to talk about it. It's got I think fair point. Yeah. yeah. 
we make money. We're not slagging anyone. I, that's a win-win. Yeah. I mean, we did a pay promotion for Arcage, and look what happened to that. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one we got. That's true. Mm. <laughs> uh, Aquat. Yeah, Aquat. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to skip a couple of things because we're, we're getting long on time, but I'm just going to state some of the running sheet points as facts rather than discussion points. So, Belgium, Belgium is banning loot crates. There you go. And the Netherlands. And the Netherlands. And as the well. Netherlands, yeah. Uh, just quick, just, just to keep it short. Yeah. Netherlands declared uh, loot boxes as gambling and therefore illegal. Belgium has also said the same thing. Belgium specifically looked at Battlefront 2, FIFA 18, Overwatch, and Counter Strike. Uh, determined FIFA 18, Overwatch, and CSGO uh, loot boxes are a game of chance and are so subject to Belgian gambling law. Battlefront 2, at the time the investigation was conducted, did not have loot boxes, so escapes unscathed. Um. The big thing out of this is the fines they're saying of up to 800,000 euros, but when minors are involved, those punishments could be doubled. Uh, so you look at video games, minors generally are involved in video games, mm. so 1.6 million euros. Still not a hell of a lot of money for people like Activision, Valve, and uh, EA, but you know there's also a five-year prison sentence up on it as well um i don't know who would take that prison sentence but uh that could end up being doubled to 10 years mm. well yeah. it don't it would only be human so i that's pretty much mm, yeah which see which ceo or developer or publisher or yeah well there's, there's no humans at the top of ea andrew wilson patrick soderland and that little shit cfo um, of whose name I forgot. None of those are actual living, breathing human beings. They're all robots. Or so they, they can go to jail. <laughs> all right. You mm. should say what you really think, Simon. I think you've been around the bush. Um, yeah. Now, God of, War, God of War is obviously a source of much interest at the moment. So if we can keep it relatively short, um, can we talk about impressions? Because who was it? It was you, Ben, wasn't it? Yeah, that had played God of War. So what have, what have you thought of it so far and... Is it all it's cracked up to be? Uh, okay. Yes, it's all it's cracked up to be. Two, it's fucking amazing. Three, it's really, really pretty. Four, I can't say anything about the story because every single moment of that game is a goddamn spoiler. And four, five, you should play it. All right. Very nice and short. So two thumbs up for Dad of Boy. Yep, two thumbs up for Dad of Boy. If it wasn't for Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out later this year, and possibly even Spider-Man on PS4, mm. I'd say it is the contender for Game of the Year straight up. Don't talk to Spider-Man. It just makes me feel sad now. Just dumb, dumb, dumb question from the, the worst gamer out of the three of us. Um, are the controls as complex as, say, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Dragon Age? Like, you've got to know 28 different buttons. Uh, a little bit, but it has a story mode, so it just puts it on very, very easy for you, David. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, I'm going to uh, Discord and Xbox are partnering up. Can we leave that as a facts? fact? Not a fact. Uh, yeah. All right. The fact is uh, Discord and Belgium are partnering up. Uh, this will probably lead to potential uh, Discord chat and Xbox Live coinciding and working together. This is great for the PC side of things because Xbox Live on PC is garbage. Yeah, there you go. There you go. As, as long as Microsoft don't buy Discord because then Skype. 
Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's pull uh, back the issues we've had this evening. Yeah, we'll briefly pull back the curtain. We use Skype to record this podcast, and yeah, Skype is now an abomination. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Xbox, um, some fanboys would believe Xbox is doomed, wouldn't they, Simon? They would, David. Interesting that you should bring that up. Yeah, just occurred despite to me. the fact, despite the fact, it's apparently a nine billion US dollar a year business. Um, apparently Xbox is doomed because it's got no games. So, yeah. God, there's, mm. there's so many idiots on social media. It's just boggled. So on both uh, sides. On all, actually, all... Uh, and I'll, I'll point this out. And a friend of mine tweeted, it was like literally the day before Sea of Thieves comes out, he said something about, oh, um, Xbox has no games or something. And I said, oh, Sea of Thieves comes out tomorrow. He goes, oh, yeah, that's not going to do well. I said, well, State of Decay comes out in May. <laughs> like, there's another game in two months. So there's two um, platform exclusives excessively. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Idiots. Um, that, that's all just... Uh, uh, um, whether or not they're good games. He, he said there's no games coming out. Well, there's two. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether or not they're good games is a different story. It, it, but... Exactly. But they're, they're there. And you can probably yeah, you probably exist. use Skype you can probably use Skype on Xbox too, can't you? You certainly can. Yeah, see. Uh, speaking of platforms that have no games, Nintendo Switch has it been hacked? It has been hacked. Linux, the magic of Linux. Yes, yes. Uh, courtesy of the Nvidia Tegra X1 processor that powers the Switch and the Shield TV. Um, there is an exploit in the uh, processor. Apparently, if you do a cold boot, uh, there is a vulnerability they've developed and de- demonstrated a proof-of-concept payload to be used on the Switch. Okay. Now, the reason why this is troublesome for Nintendo and NVIDIA is it's seemingly unfixable because it is hardware-based and it's part of the boot ROM. Mm. So it can't be modified once it leaves manufacturing. Um, so there's about close to 15 million Switches in the wild. Uh, so essentially... There's 15 million switches that could run pirated games. Bugger. Oh, and oh, just well, like all of the that damn minis that Nintendo's released. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the worst part about it is Nintendo's just about to release their online platform, Nintendo Online, or whatever the hell they're oh, calling yep. it. Yep. Um, the problem is because this hack basically can allow people to not only do cheats but in- incorporate. Oh, sorry, not pirated games, but incorporate cheats into their games and things like that into their online services. This basically opens to floodgates for cheating online for the Nintendo. And there's not a hell of a lot we can do about it because it's in the firmware, so there's not much. Yeah. Yeah. Happy days for Nintendo. Well, that's what happens when you don't know quite what you're doing. (laughs) Oh, well. We should know. Campo Santo, which I have no idea what the hell that is, has been acquired by Valve. I know what Valve is. So who wants to talk to that one? Uh, Campo Santo, uh, the developers behind Firewatch, and Valve bought them out. Oh, I even played some Firewatch. That's one I forgot to mention. Yeah. Or one of you recommended it. We We need to do a game of the month thing. We haven't done that for a couple of episodes. I think, I think I told you to do that one a while back. Yeah, and I did end up playing probably uh, probably only two hours worth, but I enjoyed it. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, uh, Valve bought them out, and they're, they're currently working on another 
game Gods of something or other. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, so Valve might actually release a game again that's not a trading card game because boo trading card games. Yeah, and yeah. Can. But not... Was it Valve... Oh, let's see, I'm going to show my ignorance here. Was it Valve that did Half-Life? Yes. Yeah, so oh. maybe, maybe they're going to release Half-Life 3. David <laughs> confirmed it. Half-Life 3, it's coming. <laughs> Uh, it just plays my mind why they have it. Like, why wouldn't you? But anyway. Valve don't do threes. No. Or or games. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's, no, it's well, been... they've done what? Half-Life 2, Left 4 Dead 2, Portal 2, Team Fortress 2. None of them have got a third one. Yeah. <laughs> Dota 2. Um, that's a good they point. Don't, they, don't, they, don't do th- they don't do threes. As someone has pointed out, though, uh, Firewatch has an, has some similarities with Portal or Portal That's 2 bit, at least, yeah. uh, in that they're basically narrative-driven puzzle games. Mm. So, mm. And Valve has stated in the past that they, they acquire people not necessarily for good business reasons because, but because they're people that they want to work with or have yeah. interest in their skill set. So... Mm. Who knows? I mean, this could be leading to something else. I mean, Valve have been focusing primarily on hardware, and they don't have a separate hardware software division. So it it may be that once they've finished twiddling around with Vive, they hmm. move back to games, or maybe they're already in the process of moving back to, to yeah. software. So there could be something coming down the line. Yeah, I think we've, we called it first. Half-Life 3 is under development. <laughs> I I think it was oh, Ali Miss Ali Hart on Twitter. Uh, she said that um, it was you know maybe because the game like Firewatch suits a very VR style, so ah. to incorporate that into the Vive technology and also whatever this new game that they're developing, maybe that uses a bit of that uh, VR style as well. Uh, that's where the you know the deal kind of originated from. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just something Ali, I think it was Ali, she said it on the Hungry Gamers podcast. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty smart way of thinking about it, really. Yeah. and probably, Sort of game that lends itself to it. Yes. Well, I, I'd probably put a call out to Valve yeah. now that if you want whatever this new game, whether it's Half-Life 3 or, or something else, to succeed, you need to send some money through for us not to talk about it. That's it. You've been warned, I, Valve. Maybe if we just talk about Valve in general, they'll collapse. <laughs> and everyone will start buying games through the Windows Store because that's going to happen. That's right. Or, the Windows or, Store is a r- fantastic piece of software. You know, you should buy all your video games through the Windows Store. It well, really I, is. It, it's yeah, it's, it's the best thing in the world. I heard it's that they're going to build it into Skype, that you can actually use the Windows Store from within Skype. Well, I, thought, I had to. Oh. I had to get Skype from the Windows Store to play to this podcast tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My Skype had I, uninstalled itself this evening. Yay! I've heard that they're building Connect into the Windows Store, so you'll be able to shout at your television and not buy games because it won't understand what you're saying to it. See, that's innovation. Can that I do is, hand yeah. gestures to it still, though? Uh, no, you need a move to be able to gesture at things. Or oh, just a middle finger. That's all I need. All right. That's an that's an uplifting note to end on, I think. 
Yeah, Windows Store's great. I want to go and download Rogue Trooper. <clears throat> All right, we we done, boys. Uh, we we are apart from saying that the the royal upgrade to Final Fantasy fifteen is a bloody rot. It's a rip That's off. Yeah. Much. Why would you buy that? Ugh. Why isn't that in the season pass? God darn it! I'm proud mm. to say, or not proud, but I've not played a single Final Fantasy game. So I have yeah, you're not missing out much. <laughs> well, you. Um. Oh wow! That's, we have that's Pez tough. and Salim are going to hate me for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, just a quick shout out to the Hungry Gamers crew. They reached 100 episodes the other week. Oh, um, congrats! So congrats and congratulations to them. Um, also, I've just been starting to watch the season five. I think we're up to at Silicon Valley. Uh, if you ever watched any Silicon Valley, go watch that show. It is hilarious. I think I recommended Man Down last time and I still recommend it. Um, oh. mm. Season two of 3% has just uh, hit Netflix, so that's worth a look oh. if, if you don't mind subtitles. Lost in Space as well was actually pretty decent on Netflix. Give it a check out. Okay. Uh, okay. Very, very beautiful on the screen too. Worth watching on the big and TV. Ha- how long till The Expanse um, Series 3? Season three, Simon, do you know? I'm not sure. It's it's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty okay. close. Oh, actually, something breaking news from this evening. I only just remembered it. Um, uh, Screenplay AU, which is the one that I think it was Hex and Niche Boy from Good Game went and did on Channel 7, uh, got cancelled today. Oh. Yeah. Not that I, I didn't watch a single episode, but yeah, same. it's a gaming TV show, so I thought I'd just mention it. There yeah, if I, if I watch broadcast TV anymore, I, I would have supported it, but I mm. don't even have an aerial connected to... Well, the other problem is it was on Channel 7, so you'd have to have bloody My Kitchen Rule ads with my oh, new... Yeah, oh, full circle. It. Yeah, full circle. Uh, call back. Call back. Let's get out of here. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we're done. As always, if you'd like to offer an opinion, not that anyone has in about 18 months, but what the hell suggestion or some general abuse feel free to email us at contact at oceanicgamer.com or visit our facebook page facebook.com forward slash the oceanic gamer uh twitter i'm on the oceanic gamer simon tweets under rpg beats rl and ben tweets under the spawny 13 and i note that he's changed his twitch tv handle to <laughs> benny 8 bit um yep. you'll find previous episodes of the show on itunes we're also on stitcher google play pocket cast and cassette what was the go with the cassette thing simon is that true I got my I got my cassette deck delivered today, cool. so yeah, I've I've got three cassettes and they're all from when I worked in cartoon animation. So I got to listen to the dialogue track for of uh, Mia Farrow and Michael Richards and um, Adam West babbling away with the the little cartoon that we did. Nice. So that was that was haven't I. I don't think those tapes have been played in probably 20 years. And it's amazing so. how they still work. So we could actually release this on cassette, but we'd need a 90-minute cassette for one episode. So that's that's a fairly lengthy recording process. We could probably do it on a C60. Oh, if we kept it under 60. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, well, we're 56 Guys. minutes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, they, they've got these things called CDs now. Nah, overhyped. 
We could just release it on uh, on VHS. But Ooh. you know, there we go. Got a long play. Yeah. Um, beat is the better format for gaming. Um, you'll find previous episodes. Oh, I've already said that. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> thanks, oh, oh that, was just, that was just art. It was yeah, it was. Mm. It's been a long month, as Ben said. Um, thanks yeah. very much for listening. And thanks to my wonderful co-hosts, Simon and Ben, as always. You thank guys you. Rock. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Have a great week. And remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. Good night. Yeah, fuck you. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.